Hi, and welcome back to the Utojua Hujui podcast. Now, a quick word before we get in. Your girl, Aileen, has a little bit of a potty mouth, which means she does not mind her language and she speaks the fluent French, <laughs> um, which is all to say that I understand that some people are a little bit uncomfortable with this language. So here's just a warning for you. If, however, you are not uncomfortable and you would like to learn about the world around you and capitalism and colonialism and just like... All this fun shit with a dazzling, brilliant, and funny host, if I do say so myself. Um, keep listening. Hi, ho, hello. And welcome back to the Utojo Hujui podcast. Just introduce yourself since we decided to. Could you pox in my introduction? Ladies and gentlemen. But especially ladies, this is none other than the one, the only, the only consistent um, person who gets paid consistently oh, yeah. to do the Utajua Hujui podcast. I buy you chicken today. It's paid in beautiful chicken Can thighs. we do it after work? You buy me my chicken. I don't care. I just want my chicken. So we'll do it after work. But anyways, you stopped my introduction. That's how the it one, feels now. The only, the great, the special. The greatness. Woo. Hi, how are you? Have you been? I am fantastic. You're fantastic. Mm-hmm. Okay, if you're always fantastic, then doesn't that mean fantastic is your normal? So fantastic is supposed to be something that's different, something that goes above and beyond. That's why I'm a god amongst men. Y- you really are. That's why I'm a god among because my fantastic is normal. Mm. While all the rest of you are just dealing with hard things i'm thriving bitch i'm stylish yeah i'm, I'm branded fanta fanta are the ones who brand me i'm sure that i'm sure i'm 100 percent sure the marketing executives who created fanta it was fantastic they were like this thing tastes fantastic so actually i'm, I'm pretty I, I'm, how do you not know this fanta was created in Nazi germany, germany. Yeah. yeah and but, like the the way the name came about was that the head of the coca-cola in germany I think a guy called max keith mm-hmm. um held a competition to name this new drink mm-hmm. um and he told his employees let your fantasies run wild and then a marketing guy was like wait say that again let your fantasies run wild fantasy i got it Fanta! And then Fanta was born. Fantastic. You know that? It's better that fantastic that Fanta came from fantastic. I think that's better than fantasy. Because Fanta is not a mystery. Fanta is not a fantasy. Fanta is fantastic. But for yeah, to be honest, Fanta is fantastic. Mm. Uh, yeah, Fanta is great. It, and it's fantastic in all avenues. It's fantastic in terms of quenching your thirst. It's also fantastic in terms of spiking your sugars. You know, it, it, you know, it's it's excellent. Okay, it's why Fanta is so good when you're hungover because like the vitamin C, the sugar. Everything. Wow. And you know, the funny thing is, doctors normally tell people who who, who deal with like hypoglycemia mm-hmm. that they should always have a Fanta with them. Fanta it has is that like, much sugar. It just spikes it. Boom. Immediately. No wonder kids love it. Better than Coca-Cola, okay. than Sprite. It, it spikes your sugars. So, the, so okay. It's a good thing that you mentioned Coca-Cola. Because um, for those of you who haven't read the episode title, today we're going to be talking about football. World Cup. World Cup. World Cup. <laughs> World Cup. World Cup. 
Okay. Just to reference Speed, who's now in trouble, but why is he in trouble? I don't know. I read somewhere on that um, he got like a deal because he's he was just a f- weird gamer on Twitch screen who his energy made him very famous, and then so he's become so major and he's he's now a millionaire, I guess. And uh, he created a World Cup song, and so the British were like, "Oh, we're gonna ride this train." Sky Sports took him, and then they found some old things, and you know because because the world is just so oh. fantastically terrible. Um, that of him being slightly misogynistic years ago and they were like okay we're not going to continue this relationship with you anymore the world is just terrible everybody says things misogynistic I'm sure stuff, half of the stuff I have said here on your podcast Miss Aileen I will probably get in trouble for 10 years from now yeah because our standards and everything change but I think but I think what it is that we should be looking for Free is, Kevin Hart. is mm-hmm. oh my goodness mm-hmm. is whether or not the person has changed like who mm-hmm. who you were is that still who you are now but i understand for a lot of brands like you don't you want somebody with a cleaky, cookie, squeaky clean image you don't want to think about it it's so silly to me honestly for example the one i would cancel is remember that teacher who was like teaching a class by day and then leading an alt right um oh yeah him uh, yeah Nazi. 100% it wasn't a him it was a she oh she them had like a, she had a, like a alter ego where she was like writing nazi shit on and i'm pretty sure her class had a couple of black and brown people in it as well so no one knew she was a white supremacist now you see her yeah that one that one yeah that one you gotta fire you have to fire she should not be teaching she should not be teaching children however some people say things people say things if you could be in someone's household even the most politically correct person's home hear what they have to say do you think it's nice in fact that's why i love we're both watching Modern Family. Mm-hmm. I love it because in Modern Family they don't hide that you can be a bit racist and a bit misogynistic in, in the f- confines of your own home. In fact, like I, I think, I think, yeah, you do have a point because I'm watching Modern Family and like a lot of the jokes don't age well. Mm-hmm. But I also love how it's true to form. It's true to reality. They I don't think- try to clean them up. Yeah. that's just who they are. But then you also see them grow mm-hmm. from strength to strength to strength. And I think that's it, what matters. It's the point. For example, Claire, and we're very far off track now, but that's my job. My job is to take us and veer us everywhere. That's what you pay me for. Okay, fine. We're going to come back to the World Cup in a minute, yes. but just Claire. Claire. Uh-huh. Claire Dunphy from Modern Family. Phil. You know her? Phil. Yeah. Phil. You should play like Phil. an audio of her shouting Phil, Phil right, right here. Um, she constantly makes slightly racist jokes towards mm. Gloria. Yeah. Because she doesn't like, she struggles with Gloria in the first few years because Gloria is younger than her. That space of being her mom. And she's younger than her. Yeah, and makes fun of her accent mm. and things like that. But I'm like, in this modern world, making that would have probably, people have been like, you know, it's a bit uh, insensitive. But that's the whole point. People in their homes, when a new person comes in, they look for any excuse to make to make light of that person. Mm. If that person is a different color, let me not lie to you people. And white people know this. If you marry a black person, that family is has had conversations about your whiteness. Oh yeah, we have. Yeah, and we've made fun of. Yes, we have. Um, let me let me give you some of the highlights of what. Um, and this is this is snitching on my community. Oh come on! Don't but snitch on the entire community like this. Community. Please don't, because um, I get supposed to be kept internal. And this is gonna sound very racist, but it's okay. You know, snitches get stitches, um, man. I'm just gonna say, uh, there is a rumor that goes round that white people don't shower every day, <laughs> and so. Africans consistently talk about that, and it's not even a lie. It's not the number of conversations I've had when I when I got back um, yeah. from the UK. People were like, "Do they shower every yeah. single day?" There? And the funny <laughs> thing is, the people even from the UK, let me not like you. They're like, "No, they don't." So they confirm your. Sh- they confirm. Okay, look, listen. 
listen, I'm 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 the last person to be out here defending white folk. Mm-hmm. However, mm. having lived in the UK, I can tell you sometimes you don't need to shower every day. Like you just don't. No. I, and you see, as tropical Africans, you, you don't you, shower. Yeah, you smell. So yeah, you, you have smell. To shower. You smell, uh, especially if especially if you've done like two. If you if I remember when I finished my IGs, I did a week. Without showering. A week. A week. I was please a young tell me. Boy. Please tell I was me. Not like, interacting with anybody. That's the point. Teenage boys smell disgusting. Yeah. I, 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 so I, it was frustrating oh. my mother and my sisters, but I, I felt nothing. I feel so sorry for your room. But, uh, by the way, things were things were stenchy. Oh, things, were things must have been musky. Did a full week, no showering, oh. just watching movies, playing PlayStation. Did you brush your teeth at least? No. Oh God, that's even worse. I was a teenager. Wait, please tell me you washed your hands after going to the bathroom, though. That is something I've done since I was a child. Okay, Those are God, things you cannot... No, no, no. Like some, some people take it to the extreme. No, 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 no. no. And by in the way, fact, hand sanitizer is not the same thing as washing your hands. Fact, wash your hands. You, my fellow gentlemen, even when you go to pee... Please wash your please hands. Please wash your hands. Please you wash you your always hands. know that sometimes it touches your hands once in a while. Things so, happen. So, speaking of gentlemen, World Cup... There you we're, go. Back. Well we're back, we're back, we're back, we're back. Somehow okay. you used the worst thing to bring us back, <laughs> it's, gentlemen. It's called a segue. It's not, we're, t- we're not talking about the Women's World Cup, okay, which I think is now. next year. We're talking about sure. the FIFA World Cup. I don't know why we don't call it the Men's World Cup. That's a separate issue for a separate time. It's changing. It's going to happen. It's going to become the Men's you World Cup. You sound so disappointed. Explain to me why we call it the Women's World Cup, but the Men's one ha- doesn't have to have that qualifier. This is going to sound terrible. Don't tell me. Don't don't you say it. We came first. Oh. I mean, that's the thing. You always come first. Pause. That doesn't mean you come best. Uh, anyway. So, but but it's changing. It's 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 okay. a, it's a discussion that will keep changing. But so, welcome. The reason why I brought this individual here to to help me with this topic is because mm. I know fuck all about football. Um, less than that. Okay. First of all, first of all, to be very honest with you guys and with my co-host over here, I only started watching football because I, as a young as a young developing uh, woman, um, it was quite a sight to see. Very. Um, Athletic men in the prime of their lives doing things. It was very interesting. <laughs> and like, I, I know if a man would have said the same thing about like women's volleyball or gymnastics, it would have been, it's, 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 it's not a good statement because I'm, I'm objectifying men. It's, it's, yeah, don't worry. We objectify you guys in other ways. Okay, that's terrifying. It's just not sports. I don't know if I've ever watched sports thinking like, let me look at beautiful women doing sports. It's never that. Mm-mm. Interesting. Anyway, so because and 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 because of that, like um, I I started uh, watching football and I became a Man U fan because at the time it was a dream team of Ronaldo and Rooney and I was like fuck yes Man U will never lose and then Fergie left. How long did that work for you? Uh, I now keep my Manchester United support to the on a DL. And you know just as little. Yes. Yes, 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 indeed. Um, but even though I know nothing about football, I am very excited mm. about the World Cup. I don't know why. I just, I just am. What's I your favorite World am. Cup song? Oh, you know what? Because I've heard it twice this week. Waving flag. Give me freedom. Give me fire. Give me reason. Take me higher. Yes. <laughs> I'm assuming it's Shakira one. Those are top two. The only problem with the Shakira one that I had is that I realized that that she did not tell us that mm-hmm. she took that Zamina Mina from Zimbabwe. Eh, 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 she took it from some. Is it Zimbabwe or Cameroon? 
I I remember reading Zimbabwe, but I'm not entirely from sure. From a, a band that had done that song very long ago. Hi, editing me here. Um, so it wasn't a Zambian or Zimbabwean band. It was a Cameroonian band. The song is called Zaminamina Zangalewa. It was written in 1986. Um, and I'm pretty sure because of like how popular it was, um, it probably made the rounds in Colombia where Shakira is from. So definitely she had come in contact with it before she wrote Waka Waka. The only problem is Homegirl did not cite her sources. She didn't cite her sources. She basically came out with a song and said, I wrote this shit. Only me. Yes, it's inspired by something else, but like, don't worry about it. This is my shit. And everyone was like, well, no, 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 no. It's not. The choruses are exactly the same. So like she settled out of court with, with, with the band that helped her write the song. But even to me, that's super shady because the whole point of taking something to court is to get something on the public record. Therefore, Home Slice, what don't you want on the public record? Did you know you were going to lose? Did you not want to lose all those royalties? Sweetheart, Shakira, 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 Home... I'm, I'm very disappointed in you. Just very disappointed in you. Anyway, back to the episode. And we didn't know until literally TikTok. TikTok found it out for us and told us, by the way, actually, is not her who wrote that. That actually existed. And she borrowed and paid them royalties after the fact, uh, after doing that song. But, but it is, to me, you can tell me, you can tell, no one can ever say that the African World Cup had didn't have the best songs. It had the best songs. It Wavy had the flag. best song. I don't even know it what the Russian one was. Zaminamina, eh, eh, waka waka. It also had. That's a sign of a victory. <laughs> Unfortunately, that came from someone who we've now cancelled. Rightfully so. I agree. He I had agree. a sex dungeon. Yeah, yeah. yeah with that, minors. That guy. There was a camera and a golden shower involved. You know, I will stand up for very many people. I'm not gonna stand up for okay. for R. Okay. Kelly, even though he's the reason I got into music. But that must be. This it, a, it was horrific. Yeah, it must have been really bad for you. Then I was waiting for him to release a new album. Then I'm like, oh. He did all this shit. Oh, and then he did a whole song where, I admit it, where it's like 20 minutes, <laughs> and it's him saying, I admit that I'm illiterate. I admit it, but I didn't do it. But I admit it. And looked at it, and I'm like, that is some. Yeah, this is not one I'm gonna protect. You know, <laughs> you know, Sam Cook, he was innocent. You know, those sort of people, sure. But not this guy. R. R. Kelly, guy. man, if you're innocent, I'll be like, cool. Even MJ, I'd protect before R. Kelly, but that's rightfully so. Because MJ, we're not hundred percent sure. Why would you say something so controversial yet so brave? <laughs> I would protect MJ before R. Kelly. Because after R. Kelly, who was my second favorite artist, who got me now into music, into my teenage years, it was Michael Jackson. You can't tell me. You can't tell me that my selection of people throughout my life are people who are just that horrific. That my favorite musician as a kid gave people golden showers. Then my favorite musician as a teenager likes boys, little boys. You can't do that to me. What about what about Bill Cosby? Bill Cosby was my first sitcom. On KBC, we used to sit with my dad and my dad, the only comedy he would ever agree to watch was The Cosby Show. Because oh, it so didn't bad. make fun. He hates um, the comedic trope of making fun of people. And he's like, this one doesn't make fun of people. So he used to sit with my dad and there were two shows we'd watch with him on KBC when we were growing up. One, which every Kikuyu, Luo, Kalenjin person from Kenya growing up watched this with their parents, Walker, Texas Ranger, yeah. with Chuck Norris, mm. and two, Bill Cosby. 
So I, I don't really know how to segue back into, in, into back the to World, World Cup. Cup. But back to the World Cup. But like the reason why I wanted us to talk about this, um, I think by the time this episode is released, the World Cup will have definitely begun. Yes. So um, it's November 21st. So Sunday. 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 The World but Cup no one is watching that game. Why not? Oh, so it's Qatar versus? Qatar versus Ecuador. Those are teams that are going nowhere. Like, That's me. It makes find, sense, find, but it's find me. Find me a Kenyan who has actually watched Qatar play. Find me a Kenyan who knows, even the army, who knows one Qatari player. One. It could be an interesting game. This is the first time we're playing in front of a world stage. What if they have something special? The one thing I'll enjoy is I'll see many people of my, my complexion. Yes, they've imported us. They've imported people from Kenya, Brazil, the Serbian, you know, Eastern Europe. You know, they've, they've, they've okay. done some work. So on the subject of Qatar, mm-hmm. um, the reason why I brought you here is, number one, I know nothing about football. And I want us to talk about the like FIFA and everything that's going on there. Mm-hmm. And more specifically, the fact that Sepp Blatter, maybe last week, mm-hmm. said that it was a mistake to have given Qatar the hosting rights for 2022. Yeah, he was wrong. Which is rich because it's coming from the guy who gave them those rights the well, guy who he, was actively he, bribed to give them those rights well he has no power to do that that i think that's what he was trying to say he he can vote and he can um collect the vote but he's he's more of a facilitator it is you, the people you blame are people like um Mohammed bin something yeah because every country this is how fifa works is that it's like a weird tiered system so every country with has a country, football association. Football association. That then feeds into your continental which, association. Yeah. That then feeds into the world. FIFA. Into FIFA. Okay. Exactly. So each country gets a vote. Mm-hmm. So because of colonization, which they are forgetting to say, that's that's one of the reasons we have more votes. They are, they are conveniently forgetting that. Because of colonization, Africa has 50 votes. Yeah. 54 votes. Uh, North America has like 20-something votes. Mm. Uh, Asia, many votes. Now, Europe, unfortunately, because number one, Europe is tiny, they have maybe, is it 20 votes or something like that? Yeah. But, but compared to now Africa and um, the Caribbean, which have a connection of, you know, we black, mm-hmm. we can dominate who gets in. And unfortunately, some of our leaders are cheaper than, yeah. You know, give a Kenyan businessman $10 million or a million dollars, he is happy for life. Give an American, they're like, no, I'm standing on morality. American, you give him $100 million. Okay, but like from, from a logistical perspective, don't you, don't you think that he was, that Sepp Blatter had a point? Like, Qatar is roughly the size of Kilifi County. How big is UK? Uh, much size smaller than Kenya. Yeah. Like the size of Nakuru or something like that. But there's a difference, right? So Qatar not only is smaller... They also have, like, in, when the World Cup is traditionally held, which is over the summer, mm-hmm. its temperatures are, like, 45 degrees Celsius. So how are people going to play? Mm-hmm. A lot of things had to have been built. Mm-hmm. Like, there, there were just a lot of questions as to whether or not they actually could do it. Total and utter nonsense. Explain. Opinion. Number one, Qatar's size. If Qatar decided to do it the other way, of doing, like, if I'm a small country, I'll do a joint mm-hmm. um, application, who would be the likely countries to, to join with? It would be... UAE okay. and Saudi Arabia. Maybe Saudi, but I'm not sure about Saudi. Uh, tell me how that would have gone with the West. Uh, tell me how that would have gone down. Especially now with Mohammed bin Salman and all these things. Yes, okay. Uh, tell me how that would have gone down. So they're saying Qatar has all these humanitarian rights issues, probably same with um, Saudi Arabia. So the only one they wouldn't have an issue with because they're sort of allowed to tamper over that or to paper over it because 
they like that country so much and they like one area of that country much is, Dubai. is UAE Dubai mm-hmm. because Dubai has become like the western party east party um, central but so if they had done that would they have gotten it i don't think so number 2 um every and this is something people have understood since probably since the late 90s but let's say especially after 2006 mm-hmm. world cups actually from 1976 but let's let's that's argentina yes 1978 after world cups have been used to as a, as a development tool so like economies that feel like they're needing to reach that next mm-hmm. level will use the world cup to bring people to see how their country has developed so qatar making that application makes total sense they have their money have you ever heard the stories of celebrities talking about their interactions with uae and qatar money i know i think i've heard of beckham have you heard like lil wayne no like he lands i don't know if it's qatar or uae he lands and he has to go through customs so the the sheikh with him is really upset and he's like you know what i will prove this to you you know what's your favorite car ferrari or lamborghini he just looks at him he's like lamborghini what color it's like black two weeks later in his home in the u.s a black lamborghini shows up free gift they they have they, they really That's have the money they're dealing with. they really have like fuck you money that is fuck you money if, if you if you have the kind of money where you can afford to buy somebody else not even yourself mm-hmm. somebody else a lamborghini and have it shipped to their house mm-hmm. and it not cost you like you know it's not even something you have to plan thought. for it's, it's like it's like it's like me buying like i don't know mandazi on the street or something that's the money that region has so and you know it you hear of it yeah Saudi but it's Arabia difficult to brings, quantify it they brought like some of the biggest fights boxing fights because boxing is like the most capitalistic sport boxing is all about making money okay that's, it's all about making money. Brought some of the biggest fights to Saudi Arabia. And people are like, okay, yeah, we're going to have to do this. It, it, okay. It's bad because so, our biggest market is American and it's wrong timing. But we're gonna no, but it. see, even the WWE moved it moved to Saudi Arabia and they're they, now they hosting everything every, about Once a year, they fight in Saudi Arabia. Yeah. Like to the point where I think, I remember watching a video where the announcer was like, we need to say these great things about Saudi Arabia and Mohammed mm-hmm. bin Salman is really turning this country around. And, and he is. Bin Salman has done terrible things. We can, we can like admit imprisoning that. his entire family. And it, it, it was it was a Ritz Carlton, like mm-hmm. a really fancy hotel, but still. Mm. He's done terrible things. However, if you look at how he's progressed his country, you have to also give when you're giving him his his demons, you also give him his flowers. He's done incredible for his country. Okay, so your point is there's a lot of money in the region. Uh-huh. Yes. So it makes total and complete sense that Qatar makes its attempt. I think why people got a bit salty is who did Qatar beat out? The United States. I was actually going to raise this point, right? Because don't you find it really suspicious that the United States lost the bid in 2010 for 2022, mm-hmm. but then they were the ones that instigated this whole investigation into FIFA. They were the ones that brought FIFA down. I feel they could have been the only ones to, to, to bring FIFA down. Why? Why not the Brazilians or the, U- or the Europeans who were quite frankly done with Sepp Latter? Because of Western... Um, superiority complexes. But see the they look at it and they say the Brazilians. This is how they think. Even when you watch like Narcos, the Brazilians can be paid. The Europeans too small. The Africans can be paid, and they have no jurisdiction over this. As America is the richest and the most powerful country in the world, who is stopping us? 
You don't think so? We work hand in hand with Interpol, and then what they they and unlike many other countries, America had the in because they had been collecting information on Jack Warren. Warner. So Warner. And his a friend, his American friend. The Chuck guy. The, the big guy. Oh, 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 oh. Fun fact about him. I think, if I'm not mistaken, he rented out an entire apartment in Trump Tower just for his cat. You see? So they had information on those people. Those people are in their jurisdiction because CONCACAF is part, USA is part of CONCACAF. It gives them the perfect in to, to, to do this whole FIFA thing through CONCACAF. Okay, but but why now? Like everyone knew. Okay, from my understanding of of football, which I, as as you like to say is less than fuck all, like ten times less than fuck all. Rude. Tell and me yeah. ten players, just ten, just ten. There are hundreds of thousands of players. Can you name ten? I can try. Try. Okay, it's gonna take a while. And Wayne Rooney, okay. Lionel Wayne Rooney. I'm removing Messi and Ronaldo. Why? Why? Those are those, you took some away from me. Fine. 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 Three. Fine. That that Kenyan Wanyama. That's because you're Kenyan. Sure. Um, Ashley Young. My God. Um, Vander. He was the he was the Man U goalkeeper for a while. He was Dutch. He played for the Just Dutch team. Vander. Vander is like half of the Dutch. I think it was Vander Groot or something. Or something, or Van der Greer, not oh. entirely sure. Mm-hmm. Um, right. mm-hmm. We have Beckham, wow. we have Ronaldinho, oh my God. we have. Hey, hey, you told me, you, you, you didn't tell me to name players that are currently playing, yeah, okay? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Wait, what, what number are we at? Six. Six? Okay, we have Colin Martin, he's a US player. The reason I know him is because he's openly gay and I think he's playing for the US team and he was worried about going to Qatar. Um, they were worried about coming to Kenya. <laughs> what number am I at now? Seven. Seven. Um, mm, mm, Harry. Potter. No, I was gonna also say Harry Styles. That's not his name. The guy from Tottenham, who was the English captain in twenty eighteen. Think of bad weather. What's another word for Storm. a tornado? Windy, windy time. Oh my god! <laughs> uh, a blizzard? No. Okay, okay. Other than a tornado, okay. What's the other word for like an earthquake? Something related to an earthquake. I don't. Using the first word you have <laughs> of that guy's name. Harry. Uh, Harry. Harry. What? Harry. What is this? What's the weather thing? Harry. What? I don't know. I'm I'm blanking on the pressure. Harry. Hurricane. You don't know hurricane. Oh, oh, that's smart. That's Harry very King. smart. That's I'm very sure smart. his parents thought about that. I, I don't think. I don't think they You're did. Like, we are the kings, and we're gonna call our kid Harry. I don't. Maybe the dad, maybe the mom, maybe both. I'm thinking you're like. I no, feel like this. this they saw a chance and they took maybe it. Maybe one of the parents was oblivious. To like, let's call him Harry. Oh, Harry is a brilliant name. We'll do that. And the dad was like, yes, <laughs> yes. And he scores now. It's an earthquake. It's a hurricane. You know, looks perfect. I so got seven. I got eight, yeah, which we'll, is we'll, we'll stop there. Thank you, which is not bad. I mean, a lot of those players are retired. <laughs> it's horrendous, but it's alright. I'll, I'll forgive you. Okay. Anyway, mm-hmm. so. Okay, the the, what, the point I was trying to make before we got derailed with the whole footballer thing yeah. is that why did the U.S. wait until it the, the timing of it just seems very suspicious because everyone it was aware of the corruption issues within FIFA. Mm-hmm. Like, every, from my understanding of football, 
in order to get the World Cup hosting rights, you had to bribe people. You had to pay somebody off. You had to wine and dine and really stretch the rules to mm. get whatever you wanted. Like my, like what the fuck was Madiba doing showing up at the FIFA Congress in his, in his old ass age? Guy traveled all the way to the Caribbean because one guy was like Jack Warner. I want to meet Nelson Mandela. And he did it because he wanted the World Cup. Like he knew. He, and the he funny won. thing is, many people believe even without the three votes of Jack Warner, was, the three, that they probably would have still gotten the World Cup. But the point is, like everyone is aware of all these issues, all these regularities. Like mm-hmm. why? Did it, did it, was it that it took that long to collect evidence? Because I know for investigations of this magnitude, it takes years. Mm-hmm. Or, or did was they it just, leverage? Oh, the, yeah, was it leverage? But was the US like, if you don't do it? Mm-hmm. Maybe it was more like, not my donkey, not my, not my monkey, not my circus. But once you did that to me, and then you think about the people they were rejecting. If you watch the US bid, the sitting American president, Barack Obama, sent his message, like a live message to the FIFA group just Ooh, before they impressive. voted. That's Be- impressive. Who was, the, who was the American leader of the... Th- you know, like for South African, the leader of the push was Nelson Mandela. Yeah. Who was the American one? Bill Clinton, who, other that than... charming as fuck. Other than Barack Obama, so is the most charismatic president since JFK. Everyone forgot so all his shit. The top three charismatic presidents of all time in American history are JFK, Ronald Bill Clinton, Reagan. And, I, I want to... My opinion, JFK, Bill Clinton, and... Barack so Obama. those three. Okay, I feel are like I feel like those. I, I I agree with your ranking there, but I also want to add Ronald Reagan because he got away with so much because mm-hmm. he was also as charismatic. Yes, he was charismatic, but these these are guys who like they broke beyond the beyond the being a good politician, charismatic thing to being like cool. Everyone's every, people know about Bill Clinton with his shades playing the saxophone, and people are like, oh my god. With to be JFK, honest, everyone knew that guy, man. He loves women. You he know? got he got Marilyn Monroe during before his biggest debate. He he, he, he was, was chilling. Sunbathing yeah, in a hotel. He had a bit of makeup, like a little touch up to make sure he looked still young and, and sweat free. Good. Look at uh, and Barack Obama. He's just known as the bro. Okay, but I also think and it's not a controversial statement. I also think the reason. Maybe I'm feeding into like some racist race stereotypes here, but I definitely think yes, him being black, cooler, yeah, yeah. yeah, definitely helps. No, right, you the, the black, okay, especially okay. Now, as Africans, it means nothing to us, but to Americans, being black gives you a bit of a cool vibe. You like you start at ten, you don't, you, you know, just a little higher. You're the cool guy, so then it's a problem if you're the smart kid and the nerd because everyone's like, no, you're supposed to be cool. You're not supposed to be smart. Mm. But, so they use Bill Clinton as the leader of the drive. Yeah. They use Barack Obama and they lose. The most powerful country in the world loses to a country, as you said, the size of Kilifi. County. Kilifi County. I think once that happens, it becomes my business. To like, <laughs> Just to like, shit like, okay, you decided to fuck with money. All right. Mm-hmm. That kind of attitude. Even though the US got it four years later. Anyway. That's the thing. Mm-hmm. Okay, because... Uh, uh, a country wasn't... that big is mixing with two other countries that are just as big. Okay, the, uh, the reason why I believe the US bid is like that mm-hmm. is because hosting the World Cup is not necessarily as lucrative as you think it would be. No, it doesn't make you money. Like, cause FIFA, FIFA makes the money. You don't make any money. It's FIFA. What it does is it gets, it gets, it. Your service industry makes hella bank for the short term. Yes, for the short. Term. For the short. Term. But also in the long term, because your your country then becomes an in the minds of others. But also, it's it's just, it's a sign of, we've reached, and America. I guess maybe one of the reasons they did it is because the only reason, the only way it could make sense in, it can't make sense playing it just in America. So you're going to do it in three countries. All on the East Coast. 
so they're staying on one coast. I think that's that's the whole reason they did it that way. Was it the West Coast? I think the West Coast. I think the West, the West coast, coast because of where Mexico is. Yeah, all on the West Coast. So at least timings will be somehow the same. Similar. Oh, but there'll be a nightmare for Africa. Yeah, we, 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 we don't know what you know. I guess, okay, but I guess by that same logic, then the World Cup shouldn't be held in, in the US either because the time zone is going to be a nightmare for everyone. That should be their logic. That should be their logic. That's what they said about boxing. When it came to Saudi Arabia, they were so mad because they were like, the biggest market is in America. And we are going to have to wake up at 5 a.m. Same thing you said with the rumble in the jungle. But see, people will still do it. People Sports. will do it. Like for the World Cup final will still be the highest watched game in the world. It will be. But it means, well, for Kenyans it's dope. It just means an excuse to have a party on a Sunday night. And actually and come so into work the next day hungover and, and your boss know, not say we, anything we about it. public statement. Yeah. Um, president William Ruto, we know you're going to be president again in 2027. <laughs> just know uh, that uh, that Monday is going to be the least productive because everybody's going to be up all night. Imagine if it's an African country that's going to be in that final. You yeah, no, we're not going to sleep. Okay, okay, speaking of African countries and this whole mm-hmm. FIFA hosting yes, World continue. Cup thing, yes. um, do you think another African country besides South Africa mm-hmm. could host the World Cup? No, not oh. yet. Yes, yes. What happened? I remembered that uh, I was being a bit racist. Yeah. Okay, uh, okay, I know. I know which countries you left out. <laughs> yes, I was being a bit racist. I, 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 when I thought Africa, I thought black Africa. I'm very sorry. Um, this caused problems between Egypt and like Senegal when they were like fighting each other. But okay, but equally, no, but equally, they both hate each other. It's fine. The, okay, but just just a slight tangent on this whole question, like what it means to be African. Mm-hmm. I get that, like you don't limit it to race. If you keep it continental and you involve everyone, because you've all experienced colonialism. Yeah. However. They haven't experienced that that racism to the extent that we have. It's a very different yeah. colonial experience. The histories, the histories are very different. However, I think for the first time in maybe ever, the last five, ten years has seen a slight shift from North Africa, sort of, sort of showing themselves to be more willing to negotiate as Africans. As opposed to as, as Arabs. Arabs. Which is something that we need to push for. Because mm-hmm. immediately that happened, I think if you remember... One of the African Cup nations, there was a huge drama because, you know, the, the Arab Egyptians, I think, or Algerians were like, we're not Africans. The, black, the blacks were like, you're not African. You know, <laughs> so what was the fight? Thing. Like, but you're saying the same thing. Yes, I'm agreeing with you. Why are we fighting? It's the same thing you can do. It's like me saying your brother is short. You can be like, yeah, my brother is short. But I can say that. You can't say that. I can't say your brother is short. You know, so it's sort of the things of we choose to be who we are. You can't so tell us what we're not. You can't tell us what we're not. And so there was racism against both, in both sides, but it's changing. So that was a mistake I made. I, I thought of, I was thinking countries like Nigeria, Kenya, um, Rwanda. Okay. So but, then I, but then if you think the whole of Africa, yes. Okay. So speaking of Kenya. Mm-hmm. No, we can't. Never. But, but, mm-hmm. but, 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 but potential and empty land and... Let and us begin. Funding. Let us... And I mean, money to quote to quote one of the greatest roots voices of all time. Let's start at the very beginning. She can't sing anymore. A very good place to start. That's Julie Andrews from The Sound of Music, by the way. For those of you who do not know, <laughs> um, if you watch where Kenya is going, what we can host and what we are strategically working hard towards hosting is. The World Athletic Championships, the IAAFs, the IAAFs, and that because it's an easy selling point. Kenya is the best running country in the world. 
we have some facilities which if we improve them for $2 million, do a lot of work, it can be done Assuming quite the money doesn't get stolen? Yeah, well, for this one, it would not get stolen. Are you sure? Of course, there'll be kickbacks and all that, but it won't be dramatically stolen because the stage is too big. Um, but... Aurora Kimware, Goldenberg, Anglo leasing. It'll be too embarrassing. But um, so <laughs> the cancer we'll COVID there. scandal. So my, my point is, we're starting there mm-hmm. because it makes sense. It's an in in towards hosting mm-hmm. big tournaments. And, uh, we already hosted one, to, which is considered one of the most successful ever. Mm-hmm. Under, I don't know if it's under 20 or under 17. Uh, which don't. We fill the stadium. Don't also forget the rallies. We have the, the rallies. The World Top Rally Championship. Yes, which is even better because, you know, IWF people forget we actually that during that under 17 or whatever it was, that young world championships, do you know that US refused to come? Because terrorism? I think even the UK refused to come. Okay, bye. Because terrorism. But bye. You can't protect our children. Except if my children go over there, they'll get shot in some random mall and your government refuses to do anything about it. So who talk about not, protecting who? The world who? is not fair. So, um, they refuse to come, so you'd have that problem. So I think we'd first hold the world cha- championships. Then the next one that we could probably do is the Olympics. Before the, Olympics, the World Cup? Oh yeah, smaller scale than the World Cup. Are you joking? 100%. You, you can't be serious. The Olympics all happen in one stadium. So think of it this way. One complex. One complex where you have the sports place, you have the swimming place, you have the um, wrestling area, you have the... It's but, all... So Nairobi, we could just shut down parts of Nairobi, close... Uh, and call and make like Kenyatta University where it is, Olympic Village, and just close it. In the, that's so all you're doing is upgrading one part of your city. Okay, but you're also but like the, the games w- are not according to country; they're according to city. Fine, but you're also aren't you also dealing with a lot more people because the World Cup has thirty-two countries. Okay, thank you. You should have said yes faster. Mm-hmm. Well, it's going to become 48, but that's another debate. But 32. Okay, mm-hmm. we'll discuss that after this, because I, I don't know about that. So mm-hmm. it has 32 countries. It means you're only dealing with, like, 32 countries. Mm-hmm. The Olympics, every single country, including the ones that people dispute are actually countries, mm-hmm. come through. So you de- like, I feel like it's, it's way worse. It's a lot more shit to deal with. You should Google um, viewership of the World Cup versus the olympics okay i know i know i know the final in 2018 had 3.5 billion viewers which at that point was half of the world yeah tokyo olympics viewership 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 um oh no wait no what does it say hang on wait 15.6 million viewers per night um put that against the world cup I think it, I think the Olympics themselves, the Olympics Committee (IOC) are saying mm-hmm. that it was watched by more than three billion people. But I also think that's cumulatively, and that's over the span of a month mm. in all those sports. The World Cup final, World Cup final, three point five billion people watch that game. That is how intense it gets. It is the biggest sporting event in the world. People. People try and say the Olympics. The Olympics are incredible because they showcase, for example, none of us know anything about gymnastics, but every four years we watch gymnastics. Because it's cool. It's dope. None of us care about diving, but once every four years we watch diving. Water polo, that's something we play in pools for fun. And we play for the most part, if you're short like me, or or what people say I am. Your average height. Average height. 
Yeah, you'd play water polo in the shallow end of the pool. You know? Oh, yeah, not the deep end. I don't know how they do that shit. Why Wah. the hell are you doing that to yourself? Wah. So, what is more complex is country to country planning. Because, of course, yes, you're dealing with maybe 150 countries. Yeah. But in terms of dealing with the people, the World Cup, think of it like, think of the logistics that's going to come in the 2026 World Cup. Mm. You're going across three countries. They don't have a joint visa. There's no actually joint visa we're going to that that fans are going to get that can get them into the U.S., Canada, and Mexico. Oh, think of things like that. So they have to get those logistics in place because people need to be able to travel quickly from, from one part of the from one country to another. Um, they don't have joint agreements on all these things. Um, countries are going to have to host specific countries with facilities that are going to be at certain levels. The World Cup is a logistical nightmare. And you don't think Kenya can handle it? Not now. Let me give you a low estimate. Let's say one million people come to Kenya mm-hmm. during the year of the World Cup. Mm-hmm. You should Google for yourself how many people Kenya hosts a year. Isn't it one, one to two million? It's one to two million people. So... Everyone we host in a year coming in one, what in the span of one month. Do our hotels have that capacity? Do our hotels have pitches where people can actually go and do the thing? I was telling you how the UK, they had a whole recruitment team that spent two years looking for the right facilities for their players because of the vibe they want to create for their players. In that space, they have to have adequate pool tables, Adequate training facilities, gaming centers, good beds, places where they can do nature walks, places where they can run and jog and do their thing with meeting the people, but the right people. You know, you, know, you, you don't you, want to meet the masses. You want you to, meet to meet the masses. You want to see like a few people. No, you want a few a few masses, but it's like the cool masses in like a clean area. <laughs> it's, I'm telling you, the world is just judgmental from start to finish. Mm-hmm. Um, it's way... And this is actually something I, I want Kenya to host the World Cup. But then I talked to some, and this was in high school, and he pointed this out to me. He's like, our hotel capacity can't even handle it. We'd have to do what Qatar is doing, which is like these mass tents that have become like makeshift hotels. And I watched someone say how much they spent to, for three people to go to um, the World Cup. They spent 17,000 euros. Per person, total. so that's so oh. a total of 5,088 euros per person. And I thought it was going to uh, be more. This is not accounting food or anything like that. So yeah, I still think I, I the restaurant, the hotel was going for like 300 euros a night. Yeah, that seems fair. Or 400 euros. I mean, that seems 500 standard. Euros a night. Then you had this for a week. Um, yeah, it's, I mean, it's, I, it's the World Cup time. The matches, this is what jazzed me. And this is just a random TikTok guy. Guess how much he paid for his match. Wait. One game, he was paying for two games. This is the, I'm assuming, is it like a final or like a regular round game? Regular round games. $250 per ticket? That was the average if you bought the ticket, but they but they sold out in the first day. Because even me, if I'm a businessman, I'm buying hella tickets and then selling them off according to demand. So now, guess how much they had to buy them from, from hawkers? The one game, $1,953 pounds. And the other game, $650, pounds. And these were group stage games. So now think if you're a scout, buying a scout no. ticket for the final. Probably paying 10000 Maybe, if it's a good one. It's, you you it's, don't know who's going to be in the final until you get this. So you have, have to get your ticket beforehand. Exactly. 
and hope it's, it's going to be a good game. A mess. But anyways, I'm looking forward to the World Cup because the best part of the World Cup for me, and this is why I dream of Kenya making it. Please, Kenya, please. We can do. I actually think we could. I think our players are. There's talent. We just need organization. That's it. We, no. we need. We need like a Fergie to come in and whip us into shape. I lost hope. Don't have. How hope. is it that me, the person without you any know, knowledge, or you know that makes sense? It makes perfect sense that mm-hmm. you don't have hope. That I have you hope because I know nothing. We had one FKF boss. This is football, yeah? Is this Nick Mundo? No, before him, mm-hmm. who had been in power for 20 years or something like that. And w- I was part of the people dreaming of a new change. Mm-hmm. And then I heard of this young guy who's going to do it. And I was in his, I was behind mm. him like crazy. We are changing the game because we have talent, we have all these things. And he got in. He's been in, what, five years now? Maybe longer? Change? No. Worse? Perhaps. You know, you look at it and you're like, I look at our players. If you listen to, like, the stories of Wanyama and Mariga, Mm -hmm. many times they have to pay their own tickets to come here to watch the game. Because as government, as as you have said on your other job, government is spending more than it has and the way that government has managed to do so is by delay this is the same thing with fkf you hold the money and you so you're supposed to pay people this month pay them in three months four months then just keep that cycle going so because government always pays its debts it just doesn't tell you that it, it may pay your debts when you're 60 but it will always pay your debts so People like Mariga had to pay for his own tickets. Many of them retired earlier because they were just frustrated. They come, they see the systems are not working. Facilities are not working. Everything they're paying on their own. When you look at England, for example, these guys, they're going to get okay. a DM from the English FA. Okay, I can't believe I'm going to say this mm-hmm. considering my anti-capitalistic, very suspicious of billionaires type thing. Mm-hmm. But let's say we had a man like James Wangi in his retirement, in his old age, he's making more money than he knows what to do with. Mm. He decides, I'm going to invest in Kenya's football. Like, I, 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 I will invest change my hard-earned money. I will change it. Like, fuck the government. I'll, I, will, I will pay for everything. Do you think that would work? That would be the dream, even though it's a dream that has been tried before. In the really? 1990s, you had certain people who were not the same billionaires as James Monkey, but who were very well-off and loved sports, led by none other than the political, the late, great Kenneth Matiba mm-hmm. and Raila Odinga. Oh yeah, Raila's an Arsenal fan. And he's a big Kenyan mm. football fan. Of course, they have the greatest Kenyan football team of all time in his community. Unfair. It's because, okay. Sisi Wakikuyu, who do we have? I don't who think, do we have? okay, I don't think as a community our strengths lie in sports. Gormahi has a Luo club. It's literally known as a Luo exactly, club. Exactly, that's what I'm saying. I don't think our strengths as a community lie in, just t- in, 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 in sports, I think, I think it's music, I think it's making money. <laughs> all I'm saying is, not even that. Th- okay, think, think, think of the, like, making money 100%. All Kikuyu greats are money people. The very few others, like Catherine Dereva, maybe. Mm. The rest, the runners, Alan Jeans, Masai's. Yeah, I mean, um, there's a the, reason for that. The, the historically great musicians that are not loved by just Kikuyus, <laughs> Saudi Soul, Daudi Kabaka, Mm, not from that region. Uh, our no, our we, great thinkers. And Gugi. And Gugi. And Wanyama? Wanyama is Gugi. Luya. The writer. Oh, who are you talking about? Oh, no, no. 
but the, the guy who was you got pinya vanga wine thank you yeah wine we have yeah but uh yeah so they tried um they did a lot of reforms things were getting better things got worse again i think the problem with billionaires that i have the biggest problem i have with billionaires oh you have a problem with billionaires can you imagine is they too easily can identify a lost cause they don't you know what i mean like so they'll put money in and they'll flow it in and flow it in but once they don't have control once they lose control they'll pull out and they pull out ruthlessly they don't care see that's what's happening with twitter and elon musk now i'm yeah. assuming it, that's billionaires they can identify lost cause they'll identify the look they'll say if i'm coming in i'm doing it my way and then after some time because the world is politi- political they won't be allowed to do it their way once that happens they will pull out so someone like james mungi even with <laughs> james mungi even with all his riches and his abilities and his kindness and the the, the niceness capital he has in the country if he sees things th- stopping to go his way, if he starts to see he's not able to control the corruption or he's not able to do those things because there are other people at play, he will likely just say I'm done. And and that's the fear I have. So in terms of Kenya, in terms of like where we should be investing our sports resor- resources in mm-hmm. to running, ath- athletics? Yes. Swimming? No. Swim we do have a couple of good swimmers. Like we were at the Olympics. There you have the money. They're good. I'm, I'm joking so much. Yeah, come but on, man. It's it's an I opportunity. Would say, I would say bulk of money goes to running. Running, running. But, you, but you do have a point because like a lot of if you're swimming, you have money. You have like it's very difficult to swim without money. You know, people tell me that Michael Phelps is one of the greatest sportsmen of all time. I vehemently disagree. Who do you think it is? He's not in the list. Okay, then he's not in the top ten. Really? Yes. Really. For two reasons. Why? Reason one: Olympic swimming, you can race eight races yeah so he got eight gold golds so that whole debate that he has the is the most decorated olympic champion yeah because this is the funny thing i had a com- com- uh, conversation with someone i shall not name but he's of a very close relative who has a fatherly sense over my, my <laughs> life um and he's like if usain bolt could do 100 meters skip 100 meters hop 100 meters jump mm-hmm he'd also have eight goals. You, okay, so you're saying meters, he had more opportunities. Do, he has more opportunities. Uh, so Usain Bolt can only run three races. Yes. 100, 200, 4 by 1. Yes. And he won all goals, except yeah. for once, which uh, was taken away from him because somebody uh, somebody swallowed them steroids. <laughs> it is 4 by 1, which means they were all disqualified. So one goal was taken away. Not so sure. that's one. Number two, Swimming, uh, swimming, golf, especially gymnastics, diving—they are purely elite sports. Mm-hmm. Something mm-hmm. like football or soccer, and American football for Americans as well. They are sports that all you require to start is a ball. I have gone to places and we have created a ball out of paper bags. Yeah, well, I remember. I, yeah, I remember doing that. That's fun. And socks. Mm-hmm. That's all you need to get started. So it makes sense that someone like Messi and Ronaldo would be considered more great than someone like Michael Phelps because they're in a sport that 4 billion people watch consistently that probably 300 million people around the world dream of playing every year. Okay. But uh, back to World Cup. Well, back to, no, because I, I, as you're saying, um, football is something that's so important to a lot of people around the world. It's mm-hmm. something that, 
really unites a lot of people. Yeah. I do want to talk about how Qatar has gone about preparing for the World Cup. Mm-hmm. Um, because for some people who love football, the way they've gone about it has really qu- made them question mm-hmm. whether or not they are whether whether or not they can separate their love of the sport and the love of the game mm-hmm. from the politics behind those games and that politics behind that sport. For me, it's already done. And of course, I've already separated. Out of necessity or out of a conscious choice? Conscious choice. You don't want to think about it. No, I want to think about it. But you are not enough to make me stop watching my football. Explain because like migrant workers are dying, people's passports are being confiscated. How many They're people? trapped. How many people died building the Hoover Dam? Are we really engaging in what about it? I'm just going to ask how many people died building the Hoover Dam. I can't imagine it's it's less than one. Thousands. Mhm. I believe. Mhm. Uh, how many people died building all these great monuments of America, France, England, thousands of people. Mm-hmm. What is sad, uh, this is this is the challenge that we've reached a point in history where and this this is my political science hat on. Number one, I am completely against what Qatar did to their migrant workers. Mm-hmm. It's slavery. It's horrific. But if you look at the way they've developed, they are at the stage of development that the West was maybe fifty years ago, mm-hmm. where. To progress to the next level, they had to, and it's it's really f- terrible to say this, they had to manipulate the workforce. You have to exploit. You have to exploit the workforce. That's what every economy has done. But what the West forgets to see is that they've passed that stage. Mm-hmm. So they, they are now looking at workers' rights. But when they started, when they did their industrial revolutions, they were working kids. They didn't have things like shifts. They created shifts when they realized, oh, people die if you work Doctor 24 hard, hours. Yeah, seven days a week. Seven days a week. People, people die. Okay, so let's create shifts. Those are things that came with progress. I think Qatar, the way, what I disagree with is the, the slavery end of it, mm-hmm. the way that they've done it by importing people from quote-unquote lesser nations Kenya. who they can easily manipulate because the Qatar is not going to accept that. And, and the, the one thing about Arabs is Apart from their women, their issues with their women, they are very against treating them, the people of their specific type, badly. Badly. So they import people from other worlds to do that. Require <laughs> the money to treat them badly. Mm. So that is wrong, and what they did with that is wrong. But there are also stories of migrant workers who are extremely proud to have brought the Qatar World Cup to Qatar. Mm. I was listening today to the BBC, and they were interviewing a migrant worker. I think he's Indian or Bangladeshi, and he was saying he can at least see that he had a part to play in this. Mm. Um, it's sad what they did, but Qatar didn't do something that the rest of the world has not done. And th- that's the thing. For example, Denmark, I normally agree with a lot of what Denmark does in Switzerland. You know, all of us like Scandinavian countries. Swiss. Switzerland, Sweden, Denmark, they are very, they consider themselves not to be very racist. They consider themselves to be very woke. Their countries are the best to live in. Man, what I would give. Yeah. However, I completely disagree with this um, perspective. They've come to like, oh, you know, it was wrong to bring us here, but we're here to play. But we're going to play in dull colors. You know, the rumors that Denmark was going to tone down their colors, their country's colors. Aren't your colors red and white? To showcase. So you, you bring them down. You make them that weird red. Um, to showcase that they were not accepting of it being in Qatar, to fight for human rights. Yeah, it's nice to be on your moral horse now, but please, please, 
don't forget your history. All those countries, don't forget your history. All of you manipulated workforces. You have reached another level. There was another um, football manager who said, World Cup should only be hosted by countries with a... His name is Louis van Gaal from the Netherlands. World Cup should only be hosted from... Yeah, thank you very much. World Cup should only be hosted by countries with a football history. But that is every single country because the Britain spread it through colonization. So did France. But a footballing history, like, like a strategic... So he's saying France, Brazil, England, Germany... Italy, Italy Spain. Spain. Those countries, fantastic. Kenya, no. South, South Africa, Africa no. no. Nigeria, mm-mm. The football country. is quite big there. And that, to me, was completely racist because he is, he is stuck back in a time where football as a sport was confined to those regions. Today, half of their teams, uh, Mourinho is quoted, I don't know if he ever did say it, but he's, he's quoted to say that he will never have a team without an African striker. There's something that doesn't feel right. Like, I get it. It's their work rate, their physicality. Again, I get it. I get it. It's mm-hmm. the same reason why basketball is, is such a black sport. Yeah. Why it's very rare to see a white person mm-hmm. play basketball to that level. Mm-hmm. It's like, fuck. But there's also there's something, that doesn't, something that doesn't feel right about that. So, to me, the issue is all these, all these countries, they import Africans by the flurry. So Africans that are not good enough to play in their own, or that can't no. play at home, Africans, get sent abroad. Um, unfortunately, this is now where we as Africans come to, to fault. Uh, we don't keep our shit together, so our country, a person's like, okay, I'm out, I'm running away. They go to different countries, and then, so then they become French. For example, I remember the funny thing that people do, there's a statistic, the 2018 World Cup France team. <laughs> and everyone was saying, Africa has won the World Cup. Yeah. Why? Because out of 23 players, I think it was like 19 or or like that, could have played for a country in another continent. Okay, but okay. Or, or in could have played for another country. So the reason I, I also, and I, I, I understand like listening to this, you might be like, okay, Aileen, shut the fuck up. But it's it's really important consideration in, this, in the sense of, you're saying that they're, the, the, by virtue of their blackness, it seems like you're implying that they are not French. What I'm saying is that they are a consequence of African failures, isn't it? They are a consequence mm. of parents doing the, the... I told you, I remember in another podcast, I told you I'm really against running away from your country. But you get it. But parents, this thing of, I need to give my kids a better life. So you That's run. the consequence. They run. And they run because of the way, especially the way the French did it. All of these West Africans, who are unfortunately the ones who are good at football in Africa. It's literally West and North. East and South, horrific, horrendous, terrible. But we're better runners. East, South, they don't have runners. South, they do cricket and rugby very well. South Africa, Southern Africa. But they don't have runners? I don't know why I think... They have Van Nierkirk. Yeah. Uh, they have the, 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 the swimmers as well. Was... But they don't necessarily... At the scale of Kenya, where we just... Ch- and, and Uganda, where we just churn out champions. Just, it's like a consistent thing. You go to the toilet, another champion. Oh, my this God. Is, that's, that's how Kenya is. Just the toilets. The, the, for them, more cricket, more rugby, that they do that. But in football and all that, West Africa just all the think of a great football player who is black. West Africa. We link them to West Africa. So you were saying. So my whole point was that the whole of 
these countries got these players because of the situations that the countries were in doesn't mean that those guys do not have a conscious connection mm. to the African continent. For example, Patrick Vieira, he came to the African continent. Um, you have people like uh, Saka, Bukayo Saka, who plays for England, who's come to Ghana to do projects. They have a very deep connection. Many of them are one generation into those countries. Mm. Max, their parents moved. Almost all of them. So Which means it's a level of connection to the culture, connection to the people, connection their to their land. Have the I mean, you, I mean, I would also imagine there are a couple of words you say that have that accent as well because yeah. of when you learned them. Exactly. So my whole point is that Van Hal failed to recognize that the way in which the ecosystem of FIFA and, and, and football is, is that the only way we could keep it in these traditionally great football countries is to keep the sport. It's, it's you being selfish over your sport, a sport that has already gone global, which is what um, the, the Hollande, I think that's his name, the first president non, before Sepp Blatter. The Brazilian. Na, first European yeah, president. Brazilian. Brazilian. And that's, what he, that's the point he was making. He's like, sports, fi, sport, fi, uh, sport, football in, a, in particular has become a global sport. Mm -hmm. For us to try and keep it, that's you being afraid of becoming... If you're that afraid of that, you're, you're afraid of becoming extinct. Mm -hmm. Because that's what's going to happen. It, and it would sadden me if we don't get another non-European, non-American World Cup in the next 20 years. I think that's what's going to happen. I, I think I, in my notes somewhere, mm -hmm. I had a list of like who was trying to bid. So 2030 bids have yet to commence. Mm -hmm. um, but we have... Con I think it'll happen this year. We have con Comembo. I think it's happening this year. Mm -hmm. Which is Uruguay, Argentina, and Chile. Yeah, and Chile. Paraguay mm -hmm. are trying to do a joint bid. Mm -hmm. That'd be um, dope. Morocco... Is trying to do a joint bid with mm -hmm. Algeria and Tunisia. That'd be dope. Um, UEFA is doing Spain, Portugal. Mm -hmm. And then, um, interestingly enough, Egypt, Greece, and Saudi Arabia were trying to do a, a joint one. So I, I feel very sad for, considering I'm an African and we know how these things work, I feel very, very sad for the Egyptians, the Moroccans, the Tunisians. It's not gonna happen. Unfortunately, I don't think 2030 is coming your way. Yeah. I think Normally, the way it right. works is we give you one token, and then we wait a few decades, and then we'll give you another. So I think I think, I think the next one might be Uruguay, that Uruguay, Argentina, Chile, Paraguay bid. Why do I feel it's going to be Italy, Spain? Really, it's you, you've taken it to the U.S., Canada, and Mexico. You really want to do it to like another yeah, Western? So say, well, why, 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 why are we going to? Number one, we did Brazil. Think of that politics. 2014, we did Brazil. 2018, you did Russia. We did Russia, which, the is, which the Europeans don't consider Europe. 2022, we do Middle East, so Africa's out. 2026, South, uh, North America. We're coming back to Europe. That's my yes, thought. But like the, it, ju it just won't be as exciting or as fun in my mind. It's I don't Can know. Can you remember... This is counting 12 years from now. And everyone who listens to this podcast, the one or the one million, can you remember the 2010 World Cup? Yeah. How how was it for you? It was, it was amazing. It was the sense of, of pride seeing a country in Africa depicted in a way that wasn't just famine and drought and mm -hmm. terrorism and corruption. It was Africa as I know it to be, which is yeah. celebration, which yeah. is food, which is... A really loud stadium, Vuvuzelas, and like the people Vuvuzela. just vibing. The Jabulani ball. Yeah. The Vuvuzela. 
the Ghana team going one Luis Suarez away from going to the semi-finals. Things that 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 to Africans, not South Africans, Africans, love Africans it. is going to stick in our minds forever. Because many of us think, likely rightfully so, that as Africans, as sub-Saharan Africans, we are getting we are for our lifetimes one, mm. and that was 2010. We're not gonna get one for a while. Or not? If the one that I think could be next, maybe would be like a weird West African like Nigeria, Nigeria Ghana, Ghana connection. Um, and because Aliko is doing the refinery and all these things, Nigeria, all they have to sort out is their logistics. Their, their cities are in a mess. If they fix their logistics systems in their cities, they could host the World Cup easily. And it would be the greatest, the greatest World Cup kickoff opening show ever. Oh, yes. Can you imagine seeing Burner Boy? Burner Boy, Tiwa Savage. Tiwa Rema. Reta. Who's Reta? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> did, did you run out of people? Davido. <laughs> did you run out of Nigerian artists? Gakie, Arya Star, Thames. No comment. But can you imagine that? Can you imagine like a I'm weird... I'm thinking of the World Cup the song. The World Cup song. Hey, it'll be a bop. It'll be a bop. Like for no other reason than the World Cup song. Mm -hmm. Just bring it to Africa. Let let come bring it back bring it back bring it back mm -hmm. bring it so back i would see nigeria and, nigeria and ghana maybe doing one but there'd be a lot of and another country i see doing one in africa weirdly enough dependent on whether that guy stays in forever or rwanda or kagame and rwanda um, mm -hmm. their city is in good shape i don't know if they choose to do the olympics first but their city is in good shape i think uh, um, from what you've told me the world cup is more is more of a nightmare it is because it's a whole country. So Olympics, they, they could Kigali. do the Olympics quite nice. The Kigali Olympics, cleanest city in the world. You know, da 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 da. Like the, the really good parliament. Mm -hmm. It actually would be nice if they were able to do. If if they had thought about it, the IOC had thought about it. Mm -hmm. They could have done a twenty twenty four Olympics in Kigali, mm -hmm. thirty years after the genocide. That would be dope. So it would mark like a new birth of Rwanda, mm -hmm. a new ush ushering into this new era of the international age. We need to hire you as their PR because that's what South Africa did, right? Mm -hmm. Twenty ten, nineteen ninety. Like they, that's that's what they were trying to do. Actually, they, I think they wanted two six. They just failed for two six. They've been trying. They, they were trying for a while trying. before twenty ten. So if you've watched, uh, and I'd recommend everyone to watch it. Maybe watch it after the World Cup so that you don't get that vibe. The new FIFA documentary. Watch it before. Watch it after. Watch it. Okay, okay, okay. Why did, Be okay. ignorant right now. Okay, so you just said that you've you've chosen to like consciously uncouple the politics from the sport, mm -hmm. but you're also pleading ignorance. I'm cognizant that people will not be able to do it. But if you watch the, the, the FIFA documentary, there's this point in which um, they're talking about how Seb Blatter took over as president mm. of FIFA. And he brought in what we now see throughout the world called populism, mm. but he brought it in football. Yeah. And he stood in front of everyone. So the guy before him, who was probably more qualified and was the European choice, gave a very long, boring speech. I will keep things the same. I'll I will things, stay I'll the protect course. Things, we'll grow things, blah, blah, blah. Sir Blatter came in and all he said was simple. If you elect me, I will bring a World Cup to Africa. And that, yeah. He got the African vote, the Caribbean vote. Boom. And guess what? The, then his fix-it guy went to South Africa. Went to talk to them. His fix-it guy was an African. Mm. Went to talk to the South African FA guy and told him, we'll do, if, you, if you vote for us, we'll bring you a World Cup. 
that South African president, FIFA football president, said, if you promise me that, I will bring every single African country to vote for Sepp Blatter. Sepp Blatter won Africa. Tell me that's not incredible. It is incredible, but it's... It... But I don't know. It says a lot about the state of international football that it took, that nobody had thought about it or everyone had dismissed Africa as a possibility. Mm-hmm. And it took one man for, you know, political reasons. Mm-hmm. We don't, we can argue about them later. It took one man to be, no, it's what, like, we can do it. That's great politics. Work, work to the masses. And he did it. He did it. The other things he did, did didn't, didn't do, but he did it. But because he was like, they're going to build FIFA complexes in every country. And unfortunately, that documentary, uh, one of the countries they showcased is another Kenya. Than Kenya. I was like, dude, like that documentary did, it, did us so dirty. You can see so the, dirty. The K24 logo. That I, was, I was reading K24. I'm like, no, no that's not Kenya. No, I, for me, then I heard the accent of, the, like, of the, ah, the, the, the journalist. Kenya. I'm like, oh, oh. And then you're seeing chickens going into that headquarters. You're like, oh, jeez. Like, why are you oh, confirming no, no. stereotypes out here? Please use other country. Don't use Kenya. No, Please. Our country, Woo! you know, I used to be excited to see my country documentaries. No. Now the issue is, the two documentaries I've seen it in is three, three documentaries. One about drugs. The business of drugs. There was that the guy in Mombasa, in Mombasa who was a heroin. And then the other uh, weed dealer the, in, in Nairobi. There you go. Then there's the, um, I watched the, the terrorism world's one? Dead, deadliest With Samantha White in Mombasa. When she came, uh, to the terrorism with Samantha mm. White, so okay, that's two. There's also Felicia Kabuga in the same show. Mm. Um, they go to how Kibuga ran from, yeah, was living in Kenya like a rent free, you know, under and the radar for. And we know many African leaders who have been thrown out of their countries live in Kenya very quietly. Um, he was living in Kenya until he had to run away to France or Belgium. Belgium, uh, those are the things we, and then now we've had about our World Cup corruption. Like, show us in a nice way, we have good runners. Not even the runners, like show us it ten. Show us, show us the tourism. Show us the things that are going on in the. Yeah, I was gonna. No, it's fine. <laughs> it's These fine. are the things you can showcase for Kenya. It ten and the runners. I mean, South uh, Seoul is one. The Mara, you can do the coast. Then we have the coast and the Mara. Um, you could also do. Also do the mountain. The mountain. And then the and, the, and the lake. The the lake. We have Uhuru Gardens. Mm. That would be incredible. Oh yeah, now that they finished it. Uh, this is the one near in Nangata. The one in Nangata, I believe. Uh, you have Uhuru Park, which has actually been renovated. Mm. Thanks, Prezi. Karura Forest. Uh, Karura Forest. You know, you can do the Wangari Mathai story. So there are a few things, but uh, all they are showing us is that we are a drug hub, we are a terrorism hub, and we are a corruption hub. When the funny thing is that in Kenya, we, are, we somehow were able to handle our politics in a more mature way than the guys in the U.S. 100%. Like... To the like with, with, after Rao after Rao lost, we all just like if we didn't go burn down the capital, burn we, down Parliament building. We we didn't we didn't try to seize the National Assembly and, and hold those people hostage. We're like okay, and did we go to their offices and yeah. watch porn in their offices? Oh, that what that really happened. Did, <laughs> did you hear about the Kenyan that was there? The Kenyan, oh, yeah, there was a Kenyan. Kenyan was at the insurrection. Yeah, there was a Kenyan that apparently his story was Everywhere. like, look, I I saw I saw people going in, and I was like, okay, <laughs> he wanted to see. That's Kenyan. So like, Kenyans love an accident. Kenyans love opportunity. <laughs> you go and go and be in an accident. Everyone will come watch there, you won't watch. help you, will help you. The first guy will come and be like, oh, this guy can't actually keep his phone. Yeah, so let me just take your phone and bounce. Ooh, you'll see the next. It's like, have you seen the lorry runs? Yeah. And the lorry capsizes. Oh yeah, people start to get food first. Bread, 
the, the, the one that I found very silly, the one I would be like, hey, you know, me, I'm going the other way, is like when fuel starts spinning yeah. and you're like, I'm going to steal fuel. I know no. you're desperate. Like, can you please, please, if a car is leaking in something called fuel. If there's a spark, like let's say it, 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 it's, it's doing a bump and the bump happens to yeah. do a spark. Can you imagine? Or some, a very or some hot random day. person decides, I'm just going to light a cigarette. And then throw and it, throws yeah. it. Boom, you're good. No, thank you. But Kenyans, we like our opportunities. So that's okay. my so World Cup thoughts. Having discussed the World Cup, discussed... <sighs> Actually, no, discussed, discussed the, the World Cup, piece, the mor- morality, everything about that. Um, are you going to watch the World Cup? Oh, 120%. In fact, me, to me, my World Cup starts on... Monday, not on Sunday. I'm not gonna watch Ecuador versus Qatar. I'm watching Netherlands versus Ecuador Senegal. Is going to win that game. You um, never know. Qatar. In fact, there's the, the oh, fun fact. Who is the who is the best sportsman of Qatari history? I don't know. Wow. His name is Bashin. Mm-hmm. He's a long. He's a high jumper. Mm-hmm. He's like the world champ. He's won the world champs three times, and he was talking about how to them, to the Qatari people. He's also a Qatar import later, but but he lived there a long time. To the Qatari people, this World Cup is not about Qatar going far. They know Qatar is going to be thumped. Mm-hmm. But it's about sparking a, a culture of football in the country. Mm-hmm. And that's the thing that people forget to see. If a kid in Africa or a kid in, uh, watched that 2010 World Cup and watched Ghana, mm-hmm. they are going to start working as kids and get that football culture to do it, one, to do it, to get that glory. Same as Qatar. You bring it home, you make the dream reachable because you can see it. Many of us never saw these superstars playing in Kenya or, or, or playing in South Africa. But now those kids, they saw them. They saw Cristiano Ronaldo with their own eyes. They saw Messi. They saw Diego Maradona as the coach um, standing there mm. with, all his, and with all his stories of his cocaine and manenos. <laughs> they saw it with their own eyes. That gives them hope. Gives them a, and football is a team, is a sport that sparks. Anyone who plays a sport apart from a two, a few, like Aswen Koto, he was a footballer who said he played because he found out he was good and he wanted money. But ev- almost know. everyone else who plays, unlike any other profession, you lawyers, half of you don't want to be lawyers. Some of us I genuinely do. like the law. I said some of you, but I said half of you don't want to be lawyers. You're doing it for the money. Uh, you doctors, the same Suits thing. Like, okay, no, 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 no. To be a doctor, you can't just be about money. You, it's not just about money. It's also about prestige. Yeah, it's it, has also to be, be, it has being, to be something else. Being, yeah. being a doctor in, in, in any economy, mm-hmm. you look at a doctor as someone special. Mm. Like, this is someone who does this. This mm. is They are geniuses. They are the ones who hold us, this, keep us living. So there are other thoughts. Anyone who plays sports, especially football, they dreamt of it. Half of the lawyers who are men, in Africa, I'm just going to say in Africa, especially, they wanted to be football players. <laughs> they did. They, they, when they played with their friends on the, on the small g- green fields, grass fields where we put shoes as our goalposts, mm-hmm. or sticks, they would celebrate and do the drop bar kneels, knee slide. Or they do the, the, the Wayne Rooney punching of the corner flag and falling mm-hmm. down. Or they do the sue from Cristiano Ronaldo. Or the thank Jesus from Lionel Messi. You know, they would do that. Or they do the Roger Miller dance by the goalpost. So football if, is special. So if football is so special, mm-hmm. then why as a fan base, like, why does it feel like you guys aren't being protective over it? Why, why does it feel like you guys are accepting the politics, you're accepting the corruption, you're accepting the costs of football, mm-hmm. which 
in the long term may end up eroding what makes football so special. So now you sound like an old British person. But because that's happened to Britain, um, unfortunately their sport has been taken away by the rest of the world. Because no, because it's 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 an important question. It's a very important question. Because I see it happening with the EPL. Like it is becoming just a a, ven- a a vector for rich people to just invest in and as a result you're not making decisions based on yeah. your love of the game, making decisions based on how much money you can make. The EPL is a venture capitalist society. However, however, this is one positive of having Arabs and thingy and Russians. Unfortunately, we had to throw out all the Russians. Ugh. See, the, that, that really impacted Chelsea, yeah? Yes. But um, one of the reasons was that sports, the owners of these teams understand based on the demand, especially the global demand for victory mm. that they can't just look at profit in fact um teams like this is something people forget like man city when it was bought by the oh, it, was, it, was, it wasn't a good team was it it was a bang average team yeah um and what they've done is they spent billions but it's not self-sustaining people forget that it can now raise its own funds same thing with tottenham it now Hotspur, makes its own money Tottenham Hotspur is American-owned. So is Arsenal. Arsenal is now finally going back into the world through the American system. And the American system was just much more painful because the Americans do not drop money. So the way you're going to do it is you have to... They come in, they change the system, make sure they have the right CEO, right MD, right head of sporting football, the sporting director, right um, coaches who take years of work to structure the team to be self-sustaining. So like Abramovich, apparently the rumor is he forgave like a billion dollars worth of loans. He just he said it's okay. Sense. Like he has that much money where he's like, you don't have to pay me back. It's I lost a billion dollars and I'm, I'm okay taking that loss. But that was also part of him trying to clean his image. But yes, he did it. He's like, it's okay. Because he, anytime they needed a bailout, he just gave them the money. He wouldn't even loan it. He just find the money and get it to them. Uh, for Arsenal, when we needed bailing out during COVID, we were granted a loan. Like a loan facility. It's not from, from the owners. So it's not that he, they're dumping money. Mm-mm. They'll invest certain amounts, but to them, the club has to be self-sustaining because above everything, this is a business. So, okay, it seems that to me like Abramov- Abramovich, Abramovich, Abramovich um, maybe he wasn't operating from his love of sport, just like he's cleaning up his image, so this is the price I'm going to pay, yeah. fine, whatever. But in treating that football club as, like a, as a passion that you're willing to invest money into basically a bottomless pit, mm-hmm. Doesn't that preserve the love? It just feels like a different approach that prioritizes the game over the money you make from the game. You're no longer going to have those owners who buy in because of the love of the game. They're all fading out because, unfortunately, those owners are billionaires, but they're small-time billionaires. Um, So, like, the owners of Norwich City, it's been Mm -hmm. owned by a family for a long time, going relegated up, relegated down. If they could, they would sell. Um... Because think of it, the way the game has gotten, a person who was worth 300 million could have owned a football club 20 years ago. Mm-hmm. Now, um, Liverpool was rumored to be put up for sale. Chelsea was bought for billions. Liverpool is going to be bought for more. Actually, you know what? I was wrong to say that football fans are seem to be accepting the cost. Because with mm-hmm. the EPL, I remember when they wanted to was it Super Tuesday or something? The, the Super League. Super League, yeah. I'm fans everywhere were like, "What the fuck are you trying to do?" No, yeah, yeah, and yeah. that's and that's what stopped it because there was 
massive fan backlash, but I don't totally see against it. But I don't see that same thing for the World Cup. The World Cup, as I said, we find a way to put the politics aside. We know it, but we put it aside because there's nothing. Football number one, it inspires you at the age of ten. Do you think a ten year old cares about what drama is happening yeah, in Qatar? Yeah, fine, a ten, a ten, fine, ten to let's say twenty one. That's the majority no. of the the people they're targeting. It is. It's the young. They want you to get into the sport. Once you're in, your hook. It's like heroin. Once you're in, you're hooked. I don't think that's a good thing. Yeah, who cares, man? As, as men, we need things to depend on, and football is one of them. Football cars. Again, I, I'm not. I feel like that's probably not healthy. Yeah. But it's do, something. Do men need hugs? Probably yes. Okay. Yes. All right. I shall hug the men Pri- in my life more. Priority and beautiful women. Thank you. <laughs> You had to. We went through the entire episode. We got through like one hour and 17, 18 minutes worth of content, wow. only for you to hype, hype yourself up right at the very end. Just saying, if you want to give us a hug, men will never deny a hug from ladies. What about men hugging men? I'm sorry. Why not? It happens once in a while when things are thick, <laughs> thick, 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 thick. But nothing is better than a, than a, than a man hugging woman. And then normally. One of the things at least I like is one of two types of hugs from women. Mm-hmm. Either the woman allows them to bear hug, like mm-hmm. the man just engulfs her, mm-hmm. or the other one is the woman hugs but hugs like on the shoulders that you grab the back and just yeah, lift them up like they're a toothpick. Sort of thing. Those are the two hugs men like from women. So one in which I am trapped, and the other in which you can snap me like a like a like a twig. Take it as you want it. So basically, I'm not going to hug every guy. I'm going to hug the men that I trust. Noted. 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 Wow. But, but everyone will do hugs. They'll come for hugs. No, no. But yeah, closer friends, they, 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 they like hugs. We like hugs from ladies. We just... Uh, football, and I'm going to say this is my passing cl- uh, statement. Mm-hmm. Be it serious-ish. I believe foot, sports, and football in particular, saves more lives than almost anything else in the world. And this is going to be, because the, the, the rich and the smart don't look at sport. They look at sports people as dumb doofuses or why are they depending on it. It's for their lives. Many people are depending on sports to keep them alive. It gives them something to live for. More than anything else, it gives them something to live for. Uh, some of us who grew up as awkward people, we, grew, we, we became friends with people because we had something to break the ice. And it wasn't the weather. It was, did you see that goal? Did yes, you, did you, you, think you talk this? about, for example, if you're going to like a place where you know you're going to be weirdly, um, you're, not gonna, you're not sure if you have people to talk to, you'll see a guy randomly wearing his football jersey. Why is he wearing his football jersey? He knows it's probably not the right thing to wear there. It's linking to, it's like a sign, it's like a bat, bat signal to other men around. Like, I'm in sports. So then you say, hey, I like your jersey. Thanks, man. But you support the wrong team. Ah, oh, man. And then you can talk for like six hours. Non-stop. So what you're telling me is that football isn't about the game. Mm-hmm. It's about the community. It's everything. About, it's about every. It's the game. Like, I watch games alone. Mm-hmm. But I'm not going to talk to myself after the <laughs> games to break it down. need people to talk to. So people who don't look at sports as they're anything, please understand that the people who love sport... It is a deeper passion than almost anything in this world. And they depend on it, not only to make a community and build a community, but to survive. 
Okay, and so when the when you when your guka or your uncle is watching a sport, and uh, the auntie is, st- is taking the remote because they should be having family time, let the guy watch his. St- but let see him watch his time, sport. But see, fa- fine. Then let's the family see. can watch the game with him. But also, please, 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 please. This is my last parting shot. <laughs> if you don't know anything about the game, please don't watch the game pretending you know things about the game. Like, oh, that was offside. You don't know what the offside rule is. Oh, he scored. We want to. We want to know. We Just want to be a part of the conversation. Remember, we're coming from our reference point. So maybe treat us kindly. And be like, well, that's ask, not. Better ask questions, but don't pretend like you know Jack. Oh, I haven't seen Ronaldo for years. Doesn't he do those skills? My God. Damn. <laughs> that is more frustrating. <sighs> If you don't know about the game, just say you don't know about the game. Don't pretend like you know. It is so glaringly obvious that you do not. Thank you very much. Thank you for watching. Wait, wait, before we go, what team are you supporting? So, I'm supporting the five African teams. That is my consistent team thing every year. Mm -hmm. Uh, That is Senegal, Morocco, Algeria, Tunisia. No, Uh no, not Algeria. Senegal, Morocco, Tunisia. Ghana, I'm forgetting the fourth club, mm-hmm. but it's another North African team. Uh, Cameroon. Those are the five teams I support. And then the team I am going to put my money behind winning is none. And this is the most selfish thing I've ever done. No, it's not. But it is Argentina. And it's not because I believe they're going to win this time. Because normally I select my team be- based on the one I think will win. Mm-hmm. But I am saying Argentina because I believe the GOAT is at his last World Cup. Mm. And those people who deny that he is the GOAT say one thing. He doesn't have a World Cup. Give Lionel Messi the World Cup. But it's all about how he plays this time, isn't it? It doesn't, it doesn't matter if he plays bad. As long as Argentina win the World Cup, he, the critics are silenced. Because he has everything. He's got them a cha- He's got Argentina a championship, finally. Mm-hmm. He's taken them to the final before. He's already been the player of the World Cup before. He's already scored enough goals. He's, he's won Champions League. All he needs is that damn trophy. And in 2014, if it were not for um, Gonzalo Higuain and Palacio or Palacios messing up and not scoring goals, Messi would have his World Cup. And, and I think on that note, we are going what to... What team do you support? Oh, the Netherlands and Senegal, which is going to make it very difficult because they're both playing on Monday. Good luck. Um, Senegal unfortunately have lost their best player Sadio Mane who's gone injured and will miss the World Cup oh lord okay then I might need to consider switching my African team uh, they're still the best African team I'd say Senegal Morocco and maybe because Ghana love tournaments maybe Ghana have the best chance of breaking the jinx you know Africa has never reached a semi-final in the World Cup then we always get knocked out of the quarters like by all but some so all our African teams normally get knocked out in the group stage then you have the one or the two who make it then one gets knocked out round of 16 then the best we've ever reached is quarters which i think we've done twice or thrice Mm. um and that reminds us of the worst time in african history when ghana outplayed uruguay in the quarterfinals in 2010 and then i don't remember who headed it but the header in the last minute of regulation and then one luis suarez decided he's going to save the ball even if he's not a goalkeeper with his hands and gets a red card stops the goal though so a penalty is awarded but Asamoah Gyan takes the penalty kick he stands in front of the goal 
everyone hoping, all of us on our knees celebrating and hugging each other, thinking that penalties are gold. And he hits the bar. Wait, okay, there's something that seems unfair about that red card. No, it should have been the rugby way of. Yeah, like let, let it go. Th- yeah, let it go through and then still have the penalty. Yeah, so as Africans, we look at Luis Suarez and we wanna kill him. That guy is persona non grata in the, the African continent. continent. He and I know he did it for his country and all these things, but what he did, he robbed his continent. But you uh, have continent. But you have to admit it was a brilliant strategy. But what could have happened? You see, the thing is now we have to ask, what, what could have, have been? What could have been? Maybe we would have had an African team in the final. They were one game away. And then the, Asamoah Gyan, the guy who missed that penalty, mm. vowed to never take a penalty again. Oh, shit. That's he bad. had to take therapy. As in, it was... Yeah, I can, can imagine, imagine yeah. The amount of you pressure. You are the captain. You are the, you, you, well, I think he became the captain later. But you are the captain. You are the best. You're the striker. You're the leader. And this is the chance. And then you hit the bar. Said, I'm never taking a penalty. I again. can imagine because, like, I feel like a lot of people would understand. Some dicks would obviously try to make you feel bad about it. A lot of people would be like, Look, you, sh- you shot your shot, it didn't hit. We all get it. We get what's, it. What's sad is that but he was known to be an incredible penalty taker. So but the pressure. All of us look at him and be like, Man. But the pressure. Yeah. All right. On that note, okay, we have been trying to end this podcast like three so, times. Well, <laughs> if you say hi, ho, and hello, mm-hmm. should we say bye, bo, and baloo? All right. So. Bye. Bye. Farewell. Bow. And below is the description. Thank you very much. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to the Utajua Hujui podcast. I really appreciate you giving me your time of day. I know that your time is very valuable if you'd like to connect with me you can find me on instagram at utajuahujui.pod that is at u-t-a-j-u-a-h-u-j-u-i dot p-o-d on instagram please don't forget to like share review do all the nice things i could really use the boost okay enjoy the rest of your time on this planet goodbye